Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Well, here we are. Potentially one game away from what we've all been waiting to see. That's right. The Los Angeles Lakers and the Los Angeles Clippers are both one game away from that fateful Western Conference Finals matchup that we all assumed we'd see all season long, and we cannot wait. Good morning, hoopball fans from L.A. and worldwide. I am your host, J.C. DeLeon. You can find me on Twitter at J.C. DeLeon1. Ethan is off for this episode, but you can find him on Twitter at Ethan underscore Noroff. Both he and I have been tweeting during all the Laker playoff games, and we'd love to interact with you guys when we do. We do apologize for the late posting, but there was a lot to pour over in this game that was nearly a that was nearly a perfect 48-minute clinic of picture-perfect defense and highly efficient offense that even saw a few minutes from rookie Taylor Horton Tucker, who dropped a couple of buckets. But like I always do, let's take a look at the box score and see who really shined and whether or not there was some suspect plus-minus lines. The tale of this game was defense, defense, and even more defense. It was one of those really great opportunity games in which you didn't need a monster offensive effort from LeBron James, potentially saving those for the next series. But for 45 out of the 48 minutes of this game four, it was what we've all been wanting to see dominant team through and through that lets defense create their offense that neutralizes the other team's best threat and does it with a deep bench that only makes the jobs of AD and LeBron that much easier. We won't talk about those last three minutes when they let their lead slip to as little as five points with about 90 seconds to go, but it was of course our guy Alex Caruso who hit the dagger three to ensure victory for the squad proving just how much LeBron believes in Alex Caruso. Speaking of LeBron, We mentioned he didn't have a monster game, and that's reflected a little bit in his line to look at it simply. Although he did have a lot of rebounds in 15, and he had 9 assists, and he had 16 points, almost a triple-double, it always weirds me out when LeBron is one thing shy of a triple-double, and it's one assist shy, because he, you know, he's such a pass-first guy, but he did that in 33 minutes. Shot 7 of 17. Uh, did, mi- did miss all of his five three-point attempts. Was not a great three-point shooting effort for the Lakers tonight. Although that wasn't necessarily needed. He was plus 15 in the in the plus-minus column. And that did reflect. This was a dominant effort through and through. Despite despite LeBron leading the team with the plus 15 and the plus minus, there was a couple of suspect lines in the plus minus, including a couple of zeros on both sides. I want to talk about those really quickly. Kyle Kuzma, we've talked about how it's important that he gets off to a really great start. And whenever he has a, a suspect start, I tend to worry about him a little bit in that game. 
And in this game, it was no exception. He he finished with four points. He shot two for six. Didn't didn't shoot any free throws. Uh, missed his one three point attempt. Didn't get any rebounds. Only got three assists. And he played twenty two minutes. But what he did do was play pretty solid defense throughout. So he wasn't scoring a lot himself. And I think, thankfully, he realized that despite his slow start, he didn't let that affect his entire game, which sometimes which sometimes happens to our guy. And so I was really relieved to see that when he missed a couple of shots and easy shots to start the game for himself, didn't really let that affect him. He still had his mind and his, his eyes on the prize and was still intent on playing really solid defense. Another surprising plus-minus for this game is Rajon Rondo. So we talked about how his first game back from the playoffs was pretty disastrous, and we thought maybe, hey, cut back on his minutes. Rebounded from that really quickly. Played two very solid games in games two and three, and in this game four, another really solid game. 11 points, 8 assists, 10 rebounds. Almost a triple-double in 28 minutes. Could you imagine if both LeBron and Rondo had, had two triple-doubles in the same game? Something that hasn't been done since, since LeBron and Lonzo Ball did it in the same game for the Lakers. Would have been really cool to see if they'd both gotten a triple-double. Uh, Rajan was actually a minus four in the plus-minus. And it's really surprising that it was. And I, I, that probably has to be attributed to how many minutes he played in the fourth quarter when... When the Lakers did at one point give up a 15-2 run, I imagine where most of that negative came from. But despite that negative, and despite Kyle Kuzma's zero, yeah, it's a uh, it was a great it was a great offensive effort from from Rondo and a great and you know it's safe to say that playoff Rondo is here. We talked about our guy Alex Caruso. He did get more minutes than Rondo. He played one more minute. Played 29 minutes. It's probably, that's got to be a season high for Alex Caruso. He played 29 minutes and 43 seconds, almost 30 minutes. Shot 5 for 9, 2 for 5 from 3. We talked about how he hit the dagger 3, shot 2 for 5. He was a 40-point, he was a 40% uh, three-point shooter last season. I don't understand why he's been such a horrendous three-point shooter this season, but hopefully that's beginning to turn around. And hopefully we can start to have a little bit more faith in Alex Caruso shooting threes, which I currently do not. But that final three did come from did come on an assist from LeBron. LeBron drove. He waited for the double team. He waited specifically for the double team to come from the guy guarding Alex Caruso. He knew as soon as that play started, he knew that a three pointer was going to be shot by Alex Caruso from the baseline, and LeBron had total. 100% faith in him, and he hit it. He hit it. <laughs> and you can't really ask anything more of the guy. He was a plus one and plus minus. For as great as the bench was throughout, and there was at one point a seeming, what you could call a death lineup for the Lakers, it involved Kuzma, Markeith, LeBron, Rondo, and I believe it was Caruso. Um, this lineup for as many minutes as they haven't played a ton of minutes together, but they have played, I think, believe 26 minutes together. Shoots 81% from the field. They give up very few points. 
it's a strange lineup, and it might only be effective against this Rockets team because this Rockets team is so small. But, I mean, that's an interesting lineup. And, yeah, uh, we mentioned Markeith Morris was a part of that. He was plus 13 tonight, and he finally started in place of JaVale McGee, which is what we've, we've been wanting to see. We've been wanting to, to see how he does. He scored nine points, shot four for ten, one for four from three. Didn't get a ton of rebounds, but was extremely effective defensively, as he should have been. And he did play the least amount of minutes of the starters, and that's kind of what you want to see. You want to see LeBron and AD get the bulk of the minutes. You kind of want to see KCP sort of be where he was. He played 30 minutes tonight. He scored 10 points with a minus one in the negative, in the plus-minus column. But that could be due to the fact that you know, he was in there so many minutes, and I think he was in there towards the end when they gave up that 15-2 run. But yeah, Markeith and Danny Green were both in the double digits for the plus-minus column. Danny Green was plus 10. He only scored he scored 10 points. He hit two threes, though. Shot two for five. He's starting to see the bucket more and more, which is great. Catavius Cole, Pope for his to in his respect, uh, scored hit two threes as well. So to see those guys hitting threes is what we definitely want to see. So while AD and LeBron combined were 0 for 7 from three, the rest of the team was 9 for 23. Which is you want to be you don't want to miss you don't want to go 9 for 23 exactly. You want you want your efficiency to be a little bit better than that. But it's great to see that the other guys are going to be hitting threes when LeBron and AD are, are not. Even Rondo was one for two. Um, we got Anthony Davis. He played the bulk of the minutes tonight, almost 40 minutes, shot 10 of 18, 29 points. It's a plus seven because he played so many minutes. Big important number for him, though, nine for nine from free throw. He, this is a guy who's a 90%, 90% free throw shooter in the regular season for whatever reason shooting horrendously in the bubble. I feel like a lot of people are shooting not that great in the bubble, and I think the sight lines might be kind of weird, although I think by now you should be getting used to it. But yeah, he finished with 29 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists, got 2 blocks. Uh, not a lot of, no, no blocks for LeBron in this game, which is kind of disappointing. That was a really fun part of the last game. But yeah, just a general, perfectly executed Defensive plan. I don't even necessarily know how much of a plan the offense had. I think there's so much focus on defense. And let's let's let our our defense create our offense, sort of thing. Uh, final thing we want to talk about is we do want to talk about a new guy that got playing time. Uh, so in Trevor Lane, uh, from who's a who's a Lakers uh, comment who. Who's an unofficial Lakers commentator? He's got a really powerful Twitter. He brought up a good point when I saw you've got an injured Deion Waiters who's out with a groin. J.R. Smith isn't doing very much for you. Yeah, why not? Why not throw some minutes at Taylor Horton Tucker? And he played seven minutes, shot two for five, scored five points. Uh, he was really aggressive defensively. He was on the wrong end of a couple of calls. I think he he tried to take a charge on James Harden, and he's an unknown rookie. And James Harden is James Harden, and so I think refs are always going to give Harden the benefit of the doubt there. But he played really solid defense. He clearly isn't afraid of the stage, 
and that was really great to see. And yeah, five points is five points, but you know they gave up they gave up that lead and they ended up only winning by ten. And so yeah, they needed every one of these points from from everyone, including Taylor Horton Tucker. So he played a great game. I think we can only hope to see more minutes from him. The Rockets. For a game like this, and the way in which they were dominated up and down, you do kind of see some expected trends. The bench for the Lakers overall was a negative, and the bench for the Rockets overall was positive. You kind of expect that. You, you saw that. The most interesting number to me, and there's a whole bunch of interesting numbers here in this line, starts with the number zero, and that's a zero plus minus for James Harden. James Harden played 39 minutes. He only shot 2 for 11. He only put up 11 shots. He shot 1 for 6 from 3. He shot 23 throws, which is whatever. You can't exactly do anything about that. That's sort of the tale of, of his tape. He got 10 assists. And he got 10 assists because he was sort of recognizing that the Lakers were going to double him through and through. But it wasn't just when he was doubled. There was a couple of moments, even in the fourth quarter, when James Harden was guarded one-on-one -on -one by Rondo. And he would start his, his back-and-forth dribble, would barely attempt to drive before he would pass it up. It was weird to see James Harden not being aggressive, especially when he was being guarded one-on-one. -on -one. He wasn't taking those shots. He wasn't looking for a foul. I don't know that Rondo is really that good of a defender anymore. But for Harden not to take a more aggressive drive to Rondo, or any, it was just, it was really, it was definitely weird to see. Because you even saw an efficient game from Russell Westbrook, who was a minus 10, but he shot 8 for 16, which, if you're Russell Westbrook, man, that's amazing. 3 for 8 from 3, like you got to figure if Russell Westbrook is, is is making half of the shots, it's going to be a bad time for you. But it didn't matter. The Lakers prevailed. The Lakers dominated them up and down. P.J. Tucker scored zero points, 0 for 2 from 3. I think when when you're able to take, take the three-point shot away from this team, yeah, it, it totally neutralizes every weapon they had. And you're left with pretty much what Westbrook Harden and Eric Gordon can give you. Because if you're going to take away the three-point shot, you're going, to you're going to totally neutralize P.J. Tucker, who's going to be neutralized enough on defense because he's going to get scored on because he's got to guard Anthony Davis. And how do you guard Anthony Davis when you're 6'5"? You can't. So that pretty much tells, that pretty much tells the story for Game 4. Dominant defense, you neutralize James Harden, Somehow, some way, maybe he kind of neutralized himself. That's not for me to say. Now, perhaps it is too early to look at it, to look ahead at a series with the Los Angeles Clippers. But one set of Clippers that it's never too early to think about are a set of Manscaped Clippers. That's right. Nobody makes a more smoother transition to a Manscaped read than me. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you a confidence boost through body image. Their ceramic blade and skin-safe technology are designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellows down low. It's also a waterproof 
it's also waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can landscape in the shower, in the dark, or in a dark shower, whatever floats your boat. They also just realized, re released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add-on to their lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools and it includes tipped tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. The 2.0 nail kit allows you to pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. On the Manscaped web website, you'll also find the Crop Preserver. It's an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer, and that is extremely important. This will help you tame that summer swamp ass with natural hydrators and antioxidants. You'll also find the Crop Reviver. It's like having a cologne that is designed for your fellows down low. We won't judge you if we watch you sniffing yourself. You can go to manscaped.com and you can check out some of these life-changing products. You can get 20% off and free shipping with the co promo code HOOPBALL. That's 20% off and free shipping with the promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, at manscaped.com. But I digress. We will go ahead and look at, at Game 5 against the Houston Rockets. I think this was an extremely powerful team offensively throughout the season and in the bubble has become an extremely efficient defensive team and so to, th to think or expect that they would give up is certainly not going to be the expected outcome of game five I think facing elimination this team will will show up to play based on what we've seen there's no reason to expect that the Lakers would lose if they continue the effort on defense that they've shown the last two games. But, yeah, there definitely are some strange anomalies with the Houston Rockets. And they start with James Harden. In game three, he still scored over 30 points. He kind of he got his. But this last game, with him only putting up 11 shots and... Really, he put up, I think, three of those during that three-minute stretch in which the Rockets were kind of coming back. It's, yeah, it's hard to nail down exactly what is going on with him or why he didn't put up as many shots as he did. I know the game plan has been to, you know, double him and trap him. But even trapping him, I think, leaves, leaves open the middle of the floor. And... The Rockets have been able to exploit the middle of the floor throughout the entire season and the bubble season really well. The game plan has been he double Harden, he dumps it off to the middle, somebody steps up high, and that's when you get a P.J. Tucker three. Or that's when you used to get a Clint Capella alley-oop, but now you get P.J. Tucker three, corner three, or corner three, three from somebody else. And so you definitely expect more of that. Rondo... He's he's probably still working himself back to shape, and so it's it's easy to it's it's probable to expect that he might have a down game again at some point, considering how bad he was in the first game, and he's played three solid games since. But perhaps he could also make the argument that this game four was kind of a down game for him. It, he wasn't overly spectacular, and he was negative in that plus-minus column at minus four. So you might expect to see 
a little bit of downgrade from Rondo at some point, or maybe not. Yeah, let's do, let's do the exercise that I like to look at, things that are replicable. Uh, good signs for the Los Angeles Lakers as far as things that are likely to not happen again. LeBron James scoring 16 points is likely not happening. Is likely to not happen again. He's probably going to score more points in Game 5, and that's that's bad news if you're a Houston Rockets fan. Alex Caruso scored 16. He's probably not going to score that many for the next game, so that's good news if you're a Houston Rockets fan. Whether or not Taylor Horton Tucker will play the next game remains to be seen. But if Dion is still injured at this point, I would much, much rather have Taylor Horton Tucker out there than I would J.R. Smith. I love J.R., but at this point, I think I think hungry youth is is the recipe for success in, in those minutes. In the minutes that he's going to play, yeah, if I have the option of hungry youth or experienced veteran, I feel like we've got enough experienced veterans out there with Rondo, Markeith, Danny Green, KCP. I don't know that more experienced veterans is, is, is really what you need. I love the hunger and tenacity of an Alex Caruso, Kyle Kuzma, and Taylor Horton Tucker. I love that. And I love the effort that they bring. For the Houston Rockets, uh, again, good news for the Houston Rockets. James Harden going 2 for 11, probably not going to happen. you got to figure he's going to score more points. Eric Gordon probably had a prototypical output for him. Kind of expect more. Kind of expect the same from him. You'll probably get more from P.J. Tucker in the next game. He scored zero points, obviously. He can only go up from there. Austin Rivers had a pretty good game at 14 points. Jeff Green had a really solid start, ended up 9 points. Remains to be seen whether or not Daniel House will be seen. Uh, the reports are that he violated safety protocols of the bubble, and as unfortunate as that is, you definitely don't want to mess around with that sort of stuff, and I can't have any sympathy for, for the Houston Rockets if that ends up costing them the series. Although it is crazy to think that as great as Daniel House is, that he would be the sole reason for the Lakers to defeat the Rockets. He's been great. He's not James Harden or, or, Russell, or Russell Westbrook. So let's calm that down a bit. This game that I play of what's replicable and what's likely to happen in the next game is helpful if you're a sports gambler like I am. Uh, I think it's helpful with player props. One thing to look for, like I mentioned, LeBron, LeBron James had 16 points in the next game. If I'd imagine they might set his plus-minus for points at, over at mybookie.ag at something like 25, I think if you're going to play a player prop, no matter what a line like LeBron is set for, I would take the over. Expect him to have a big game next game. I think when he has a subdue is probably not the right word, but it's for lack of a better word. So I can think of a subdue performance for LeBron James or a subpar performance for LeBron James as far as points is concerned. Figure there's going to be some kind of correction in the plus-minus prop for him the next game. I would take the over on that. I'd also take the over on whatever they give James Harden. Uh, beyond that, 
yeah, I would take a look at the rest of the things. And, uh, yeah, if you do want to take a look at those player, player props, you can do so at mybookie.ag. When you make a deposit with the promo code HOOPBALL, they will give you a bonus deposit on top of that. MyBookie.ag is very simple. You bet, you win, they pay. And you can bet on all sorts of things, MLB, NFL, NBA, anything your sports gambling heart desires, you can do so at MyBookie.ag. Well, that is going to wrap it up for this edition of HoopBall Lakers Podcast. Got a short one today. We're talking about one game at a time. We're focusing solely on the playoffs. We don't want to. We don't want to focus too much on other things going on right now. Although the state of California and the city of Los Angeles, in particular, is going through a lot right now with the wildfires. The skies are orange. Um, it's definitely a bad situation there. If you are around there, wear your mask. Stay safe. Stay indoors if you can. Not just because of COVID, but because the air is definitely unhealthy out there. You absolutely want to stay as safe as possible. And we want you all to stay as safe as possible. And like I said earlier, you can engage with Ethan and I on Twitter at HoopBallLakers on Twitter. That's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-L-A-K-E-R-S. That's like three L's in the middle. You can interact with me on Twitter at jcdeleon1. That's also my Instagram handle. And Ethan, you can interact with at Ethan underscore Noroff. I don't know whether or not he has an Instagram or not. He probably does. I don't know. Anyways, until the next time we talk to you guys, we are out. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.